What a weird week for Sunday, August the 4th, 2020, Season 1, Episode 9, the one with the walnut smashing. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Like really weird, weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today. What's so wonderful? Weird stuff. Thank you for coming back to What a Weird Week, the podcast that's a top 10 countdown of the weird news stories of the week. Of all the years to launch a weird news podcast. We're not doing the, uh, we're not talking about the president. We're not talking about COVID. Uh, well, we will talk about neck gaiters and how the research was all screwed up. But das da, we're not doing the serious news stories. We're doing the freaky deaky ones. Here we go. Number, number 10. Our number 10 story is Toyota's robot butler prototype hangs from the ceiling like a bat. If you invent a robot butler, for sure, you're going to make the top 10 list. If it's described as hanging from the ceiling like a bat, you're going to be deducted several points for creepiness. If you don't have a chance to click the show notes and uh, look at the deal, it's a robot arm from the Jetsons. That's what it is. It comes down from the ceiling when needed to push dishes away or perhaps uh, wave sharp knives around. By the way, if you didn't get the Jetsons reference, it's a 60-year-old cartoon. It predicted the future concerning robots. Also concerning uh, employer-employee relations. Jetson! What are you doing? Goof it off, sir! Report to my office! So the Toyota robot butler is, as the population gets older and increasingly uh, cranky, Robot butlers will be there when no one else can stand to be around us. So thank you, robot butlers. Number nine. Number nine, Subway now offering cake. There is slim to none chance that you didn't hear about this one because everybody reported it before the president got COVID. Courts in Ireland have ruled that Subway bread has too much sugar to legally be called bread. So now it's grouped in with delicious cake. This is the day I've dreamed of. I can now go into my favorite Subway location and order a delicious cold cut combo. And when they say, what type of bread do you want? I can say, cake, please. I'll have mine on cake. This is the kind of cake news we're looking for. You know, well done, Subway. If you didn't um, bother digging deeper than that, just because, you know, stop at cake. When, when you have a choice, stop at cake. But uh, it has to do, it's not like there's a court in charge of cake in Ireland. Although that, I mean, hello. <laughs> you can wear those robes. I mean, they, they're very flattering. You can, you can put on a few pounds and still look good in a robe. You know what I'm saying, judges, cake judges? Um, the deal is that in Ireland, if you sell a staple like bread, you don't have to pay as much tax. But they have rules about what a staple is. And the Subway bread had too much sugar. So it is cake. Cake ain't no staple. In sad news, cake ain't no staple. That's number nine. Why didn't we make that story number five? Five dollar foot long jingle playing here. It would have been great if we had a producer. We had somebody smart involved with the program. Here's number eight. Crows are smart. The end. Number seven, seven, seven. No, number eight. The uh, here's a bit more on the crows because I've become an amateur birder during the pandemic, and maybe you're not, and you're like, I don't care about the crow story. But let me just float this past you. Maybe you didn't hear about the crow story because the crows didn't want you to. They're that smart. 
They hacked your algorithm. So science has always said crows are smart. They've got that little bird brain, but they are very smart. Research came out this week that crows know that they think and they can think about what they're thinking. So that's like confusing to me, but it used to be they only thought people could do that. I'm aware that I'm thinking a thought right now. And then there were some other animals, some of your, you know, the ones you would expect, the ones you think of as smart animals, they figured out, oh, those animals also are aware that they think. They know that they think and they can think about thinking. Now crows, crows too are thinking about thinking. It's hard on my head and it seems like a waste of time. Who cares? They still mess up the green bags on garbage day. But now we only have ourselves to blame. If the crows organize and take over, we've known this. We've known they're smart. We should have been building those peck-proof suits. Hey, we're going to get pecked like crazy, you guys, when the crows organize. We're going to get pecked into submission. Oh, man, that's how the, that's how the world ends. Number eight is how the world ends. <laughs> Halloween candy is selling like crazy. People don't even know if they'll have trick-or-treaters. I heard a Business Wars podcast about how some of the candy companies didn't produce as much Halloween candy this year because they were unsure what was going to happen with the market. Then we had the story about Marshmallow Peeps. They're taking Halloween off completely. Now the latest stats show we're buying more Halloween candy, more than we did last year, up 26% compared to the same time last year. So here where we are in the Atlantic bubble, the special Atlantic bubble, it looks like we're going to have a Halloween, but a lot of places will be canceling trick-or-treating. And even so, we're buying more candy. The candy is for us. Always has been. Last year, we'd be like, well, what if we get 400 extra kids that we didn't plan for? I gotta buy 400 extra teeny tiny chocolate bars. Yes, that is my flashback accent. That's how you know we're flashing back. Well, I better get some candy bars. Anyway, now we are just being honest. The candy is for us. Let's get more of it. That's the spirit. Oh, see what I did there? Spirit. Halloween. Number six, jetpacks in the news again. Jetpacks, you guys. It's true, I have a jetpack obsession. It all started when I... Did you want to hear the story? It all started when I was in grade two and Jimmy McKenzie said his book bag was a jetpack and he jumped off the monkey bars. Luckily, he landed on a grade sixer who cushioned Jimmy's fall. And then, to teach Jimmy a lesson, the grade sixer gave him a super colossal atomic wedgie. That was to teach him about jetpack fraud. See, Jimmy didn't have a jetpack in his book bag. It was a bold jetpack lie, and it caused me to be suspicious, yet fascinated of all jetpack claims. It appears that this latest jetpack test may be legit. They, The inventor was trying to invent a way to get people medical help like, imagine if the ambulance pulls up and uh, there you are and you've been mountain climbing and you're injured or gravely ill and the, the ambulance can't get up there. But the ambulance driver hops out and he's got this jetpack thing, this suit, and he flies up and saves your life. That was the uh, inspiration. 
Quickly, though, the inventor now also talking to the military. The military, of, of course. That's number six, jetpacks. Number five. Number five. five, 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 five. Fat bear contest. Every year at this national park in Alaska, they do a fat bear competition. The goal is to spot a fat bear, or I guess if you're the bear, the goal is to be a fat bear. It's about raising bear awareness, bear awareness, and bear enthusiasm as bears pack on weight before hibernation. So now there's a fat bear week bracket. You are able to use that bracket i guess gamble with your buddies try to predict which bear will be crowned fattest bear in the land there's video and more in the show notes but i think we summed it up imagine a fat bear and you've seen just about all the photos and videos that are at the link our number four story is good news if you're concerned about the way the world is going that we're destroying the world, that we're all done for. Well, good news. There's cake. We already had it. It was a previous story. It was cake, Subway. Subway bread is cake. Uh, Also this, there is a super enzyme that eats plastic. This week, the news came out about a plastic-eating enzyme that may save our planet. The plastic-eating super enzyme that we don't deserve. Hey, just want to say, like, every time there's good news, I worry. I start to, at first, I'm excited. This is how my brain works. And there's a moment where I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. Maybe we'll, the, the, the ecology will be saved. The, is that what you call it? The ecosystem will be saved. But then, moments later, I'm like, oh, what if we screw it up? So, I just want to say a special note to scientists. Don't keep the plastic-eating enzyme in a plastic container. I mean, you probably knew that. But I would hate for no one to say it out loud and then you go and put the plastic eating enzyme in a plastic container and it just eats the container and escapes. Oh man, what if it what if it escaped into a plastic surgeon's office? Oh lord, let's let's just be careful out there. All right? Number 3. Number 3 is a, a nice lighthearted kicker. Maybe you saw this after at the end of your favorite news program uh, this week. The news came out about that wildlife park in the UK who uh, they had to remove some parrots from public view because the parrots swore at visitors. So imagine you go to your favorite zoo and the parrots start swearing at you. Pretty soon things escalate. You're swearing back. Then after a while, the whole zoo is swearing at each other and making obscene gestures. Don't get the monkeys started. You know what they can do. Anyway, the parrots have been uh, separated, and it seems to have solved the problem, the uh, swearing. Number three, swearing parrots. Number two, neck gators might not be evil. We talked about this when the research came out. Neck gators were worse than wearing traditional face masks for helping stop the spread of COVID. I am on team mask, by the way, but I'm back on team gator because there's new research. The research, when it first came out, actually kind of showed that neck gaiters might be worse than not wearing a mask at all. Neck gaiters were that bad. And I don't want to get all into the research again. I put a link in the show notes. Oops. Also getting fired up and hitting the microphone. So show notes, link, the old study. 
Now, the University of Georgia just came out with new data. They tried to duplicate the findings of the earlier study, but they had different results. Neck gaiters are not evil. That is the latest. Single layer neck gaiter had a 77% reduction in respiratory droplets compared to like if you didn't wear a mask at all. So 77% single layer neck gaiter. Two layer mask. A lot of people wearing those, those masks. Well, the mask did a little better. 81%. And then the best result they had was the multi-layer neck gaiter, 96% reduction in droplets. So, recap, the best multi-layer gaiter, neck gaiter. Second place, two-layer masks. Close third place, single-layer gaiter. So, gaiters, not terrible, that is number two. Honorable, Honorable mention. This podcast is dropping on National Taco Day, and Taco Bell in the United States is celebrating. This is not a paid uh, portion of the program. Taco Bell has this new promotion called the Taco Gifter. So on Taco Day, we thought we should throw this in as an honorable mention. You can go to their website and fill out a thing and then send somebody the gift of a delicious taco. It's sort of like, remember when e-cards were all the rage and people would email you an e-card and that was pretty neat. Well, now more tacos. It's e-cards with tacos. Honorable mention. Here's number one. Breaking walnuts. Breaking walnuts. Breaking walnuts. Breaking walnuts. Breaking those walnuts. Breaking them up with your head. Now. I don't know why we went with that instead, like Bruce Coburn, instead of like we could have gone smashing pumpkins. I don't, I'm not exactly, oh well. Number one story, walnut head smashing world record attempt. Most walnuts crushed with the head in one minute. If you haven't heard it, the video, we put it in the show notes, but listen to the. One, go. That is the sound of a fellow, hands behind his back, bent at the waist. There's a ton of walnuts on this long table, and he is just smashing those walnuts with his forehead. He's getting so focused. Come on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna own you, walnuts. Anyway, the world record is 254 walnuts in one minute. How inspirational is that? Are you not inspired to greatness after hearing that? The guy smashing walnuts with... You should see his head. Oh, my gosh. He is doing some damage to the forehead area. Crushing nuts and crushing world records. Hey? So on that inspiring note, and the, the third hey, I believe the third hey of the uh, podcast as I keep track of my haze. We'll remind you that you can like and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Show notes also available at What A Weird Week on Twitter. Thanks for listening to What A Weird Week. Hey!